Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Quack Report. Thank you for joining us uh, on the live stream, if you are currently here joining us on the live stream. And if not, thank you for tuning in afterwards to the podcast. Nate, how's it going today? That's going all right. Trying to suppress a little bit of anger, not going to lie, with uh, yeah. our local our local government. But, uh, you know, I'm... We're we're not gonna annoy the people of California with that. Basically, just know that uh, we're yeah. we're fucked up here. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty but, much. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody around here knows uh, yeah. knows Alberta, and not for the right reasons, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, besides that, though, I'm doing all right. I'm enjoying being back yeah. in actual classes, as crazy as it's been. Trying yeah. to remember where everything is and whatnot. Yeah. Right. I think the most fun part about it, though, because I'm in like in a new degree as well, um, has been like, you know, kind of like the start. You know, it's the first week of class, and it's like, okay, here, like turn to a like a person next to you, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, introduce yourself and that kind of stuff, and you know, just like hearing. I've been flattered this last week because it's been. Oh no, Nate, come back. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, I thought we were going to lose him. Okay, where, where did I lose you? Where did uh, you lose me at? You were talking about how you've been flattered. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, um, you know, yeah, it's like all the meeting everybody and whatnot and having people ask me, oh, is this, you know, like your your second year, your first semester? And I'm like, oh, thank you. No, this is my seventh year. <laughs> <laughs> Masks then, are a beautiful yeah. thing in hiding apparently how old you look. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's just because I know you and love you so much, but I think uh, <laughs> I, I can see the pain behind your eyes that maybe no one else sees from being seven here. <laughs> it's a little rough, but whatever. It is what it is. So I'm excited for this year. It's been it's been good so far, at least. So yeah, that's but, good. Yeah, um, I feel I don't the know same if, way. It's nice to yeah. uh, nice to actually get to you know see somebody and like see who the people in your class are, rather right? Than just you know gray screens with a white name in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Like at least, you know, if if you're still on Zoom classes or that sort of thing, at least please like put a picture or that. Like mm-hmm. I do feel bad for professors or that in that regard. Yeah. Um cuz I'm sure that could be like that would be hard to, you know, just talk to names literally, but uh mm-hmm. besides that, um yeah, which I think you were getting a couple of the text messages I uh like I was sending you last night of uh, the one prof was doing like it's an asynchronous class, but he did the one like intro basically to the whole course online, and it was an absolute shit show of like we were stuck on the same slide for over an hour. He had the entire like 158 of us muted. 158, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, a lot That's of a us, lot. and um, the chat was disabled as well, so that wouldn't pop up for him, and like all our little screens were behind something else or completely out of the way or whatever. Cause we were all trying to get his attention for like an hour here oh. and nothing. And so, <laughs> and then he like, he kind of came back and he realized like, you know, things weren't going right. Like after an hour and like, <laughs> didn't even know that like, if we were still there or anything like that. And there was one, there was one guy who was trying to like hold up a piece of paper saying like, we can't see anything. We and, need help. <laughs> but then, oh my God, it just got even worse though. Cause the prof then goes like, you know, I can see that you're trying to hold up something, but you're all so tiny. Cause he had us in gallery view is <laughs> any, he, apparently he just didn't know how to change. He's like, he's just like, I see you all like, I 
but it's so tiny i can't read what that says and like straight <laughs> up yeah the one guy just like threw up his like it just threw his hands up in the air he's just like all right whatever <laughs> i'm done <laughs> and it's like yeah like the microphone just like randomly started doubling as well so it's like this massive like echo oh, reverb God. like effect that was just it made it hard to listen to and everything like that oh my god it was wasn't it, wasn't that a night class nightmare. too like a three yeah hour well, night yeah class. this oh. was at like yeah it was like six till any because of everything going on he cut it short so it was like six till eight and i was just sitting there like i got to the point that i was just like i was straight up laughing so i'm like this is so bad right now <laughs> yeah that's that's so, awful uh, but, well i uh, haven't had any experiences yeah. <laughs> like that <laughs> i hope that i mean the rest of your class is asynchronous right so you don't even have to see this guy ever again yeah exactly so. but so but you know i i'm trusting you though because you recommended me to the prof himself at least yeah. uh that the, <laughs> rest the, the rest though, of it's so. gonna, yeah fair enough but yeah the, the rest of it's going to be better so here's mm-hmm. here's hoping so yeah hopefully but yeah um, so uh lindsay i hope we answered your question without pulling it up there of how are you guys <laughs> we're, we're we're good like we're, we're feeling good but we're we're hanging in there at the same time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh the uh i i see you have some requests <laughs> are, are we just people. are we just gonna get this out of the way because otherwise i was saving it for uh what's quack and there's gonna be the one fan question that we had today but uh i do <laughs> nah, see the we, the uh, chat with a few of my few of my friends popping up with wonderwall <laughs> do, uh, do we just do we get that out of the way right now or do you do you want to do you want to wait do we make them wait we i think we got to make them wait you know okay you, when you good. go to a concert they don't play the best song first right that's yeah for enough. the encore they make you wait all right for so it. yeah okay so we got Lindsay, we got chris we got james uh yeah you're you guys are gonna have to wait until the end of the episode uh i guess to uh to have your have your request filled so it'll be the it'll be the encore of the show we'll put it that way yeah (laughs) welcome to the quack report where a bunch of flames fans request music (laughs) it's no ducks no ducks at all (laughs) it's completely i mean at least still it works with the parameters of the show right because we do talk like pop culture and music and that kind of stuff (laughs) so it still works within the parameters but uh we're yeah i'm I'm gonna make you guys wait just a little bit longer so see i would just be really (laughs) impressed if you played wonderwall with like various sizes of rubber duck (laughs) (laughs) that would be entertaining actually just just to tie it all together Oh, we got we got Lindsay saying, I'm done. I'm walking out. Uh we got Chris in here. I'm rioting. Okay, uh just don't do it in Calgary or Canmore. Uh Chris, be sure to go to Vancouver. They'll be able to help you out with a with a lot of your uh your rioting needs. Um Yeah, so <laughs> just a subtle dig in Vancouver there, but <laughs> So it's only been a joke for 10 years, you know? Yeah. Actually, if you're going to write about music, go to Montreal because, uh, you know, they, they, uh, rioted it. What I think it was in the nineties for, uh, it was guns and roses and Metallica and, uh, Metallica played mm-hmm. guns and roses. It was like the height of Axl Rose being a prima Donna. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, Oh, I forget what the Metallica documentary was called, but they were talking about this and, it was like they, you know, they announced that Guns N' Roses wasn't going to play. They apologized and whatnot. And that's when people started to get like really pissed, obviously, and the riots began. Oh, right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they were talking about how they went backstage to Axl Rose laying on the couch with a glass of red wine and a cigarette saying, yeah, my voice isn't feeling it right now. And they're like, <laughs> no fucking shit. 
<laughs> so <laughs> oh man what a time what a time yeah exactly um and okay i'm gonna address one more thing here just to you know not to disappoint but to kind of hype at the same but, time but to disappoint got, but to disappoint we got chris asking okay zombie what if then we will talk about that episode because that was last week's right uh, we'll talk about that one as well as this week's episode that just happened today as we're recording this. Uh, we will talk about those next week. We have something else that we both watched uh, that we'd like to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. I'll just I'll say it right now. We're talking about Untold Crimes and Penalties, the story of the Danbury Trashers. So wild ride if, if you haven't oh, yeah. seen it i hope that like us talking about it makes you want to watch it because it's sure. a great documentary but and if you have watched it you'll just kind of laugh along with us at like the ridiculousness of it all so yeah yeah it's it's a cool story i'm glad you recommended it because uh i'm a, I'm a I mean, without getting too much into it i'm a huge like netflix documentary fan i don't yeah. like I so good watch, like every day <laughs> but like i go through like phases where like all i watch is documentaries and then for like a week and then i like go a couple weeks without watching any but yeah it's a, yeah it's a good one so <laughs> okay um but yeah should we get into um some ducks talk then since we got a pretty packed episode yeah let's do it we got a little bit of ducks talk and some some general stuff to go so let's do it all right okay uh let's start with the ducks and then as you know our episodes usually go they get further and further away from the ducks so start with the ducks <laughs> get into general nhl and then wherever else from there yeah so uh i guess the first thing you have here is the uh, an nhl insider article five questions facing the anaheim ducks um i don't know what you want to talk about? Do you just want to talk about the five questions posed here, or what? Are, yeah, I just more. Yeah, I just more wanted to talk about it as well. See what the NHL had said uh, as well. This article did come out on August thirty first, but I had just come across it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, there's some. There might be some things that we agree with in this article, and there might be some that you know just start up some conversation. So I thought we would yeah. talk about it quick. So okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, so I guess the first question: Where will the scoring come from? Um, the same place it came from last year, and that is nowhere, I guess. <laughs> John Gibson's ass. <laughs> you know, if John Gibson scored a goal with his ass, I, w- I wouldn't care if we didn't score another goal all season long. It, I mean, he- I would question why he's that far into the offensive end, but it's honestly, it's probably it would probably be at the point where he was he was getting to definitely last year where he did skate the puck up at one point, remember, and try to yeah. play it basically mm-hmm. just like, Hey, if you guys won't fucking score that, I guess I'm going to have to, I'm already stopping the puck. Might as well. <laughs> you see, I was just thinking he would have like curry for his pregame meal and then just like <laughs> launch a puck from between his cheeks powered by <laughs> powered by <laughs> butter chicken or something. But <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I was not going that way at all. <laughs> see, that's my goodness. The, see, that's why I was going to be so impressed. But I mean, yeah, if he just you know skated down to the far blue line, <laughs> laid down, and someone took a slap shot off of his ass, maybe that would be a little bit more realistic. I don't a know. Mixture of curry and Taco Bell and KFC. That would that would do it. <laughs> this goal brought to you by Taco Bell. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, that thing would send the puck faster than like the West Edmonton uh, water side. What's it? Nessie's Revenge sends you like off of like, each each bump, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I think it launches you. My God. Yeah, that's terrifying. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, where will the scoring actually come from? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean last season Max Comtois led with 16 goals um, Henrik with 12 so and that was really it I mean Troy Terry was up there in production not a ton of goals but he, he was contributing at least and then after that there was really just spurts from other young guys so yeah I mean here's hoping that Bob Murray can make a very quiet but suddenly very loud acquisition in a Jack Eichel. Uh, I highly doubt it happens, but I did see an article again recently. I think it's from the hockey writers just talking about it again because the Buffalo Sabres in the last week or so have uh, reportedly begun talks about him again with other teams. Um, and I think it all depends really on if we're willing to give up the assets yeah. It's going to make it harder, though, because you know the two assets that Buffalo would, would most want in Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale are untouchables, basically, in Bob yeah. Murray's and the rest of the fan base's eyes, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and I, I know I got into it with somebody like a Buffalo fan on Twitter a while ago, which that that oh my god, I forgot I to tell you, that, yeah. they they left a review actually, which I was kind of laughing about. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, though. <laughs> But yeah, it was just it, it's it's not trying to be you know bias or a homer saying that you know like Drysdale and Zegers are not going to be part of any package. Mm-hmm. It has been like pretty much stated by Bob Murray that those guys are untouchables. Like they are who the Ducks want to be their future, yeah. right? Like we in obviously different positions, but we are looking at the now version of Corey Perry and Ryan Getzlaff when they first. Mm. Yeah. Uh, came to the docks, right? Like that those are is, gonna be our two that is your saviors, future. Yeah. yeah, those are the cornerstone pieces that you're going to build around, including right now John Gibson. Yeah. Right. Um but literally anybody so, else is on the table. Like Troy yeah. Terry, Sam Steele, Max Jones, and Lundestrom are the other ones mentioned in this article is yeah. hopefully having more production. And I think those are our our brightest futures aside from mm-hmm. Zegers and Drysdale. And I, I think if they were on any other team, they would basically be untouchables. But on this yeah. team, because we have Zegers and Drysdale, I think those guys are like, they're not safe. If Buffalo's like, we'll give you Jack Eichel, but we want Troy Terry in your first round pick, then okay, you get Troy Terry in the first round pick because it's yeah. not Zegers and Drysdale. So, yeah, exactly. Um, in terms of like who, where this score will come from, I really hope Zegers is listed here next season mm-hmm. right like i want this kid to get a actual chance playing top minutes or at least second line minutes mm-hmm. and show everybody what he has been itching to show right yeah. that the kid can put the puck in the net and he can put it on you know a piece of floss to somebody at the other side for a quick tap in right like yeah he, he is itching to see it. The fan base is itching to see it. It's just mm-hmm. if, you know, Murray and Dallas Eakins will pull their head out of their ass and let him actually do it. I understand yeah. the, you know, <laughs> the process of development and to do it right can take a long time. And, you know, I, I talked about it all during the last season of how, like, I understood, but I disagreed with certain moves mm-hmm. that I felt hindered the process. But, you know, as long as they 
as long as they don't do that, I respect that there is an actual process that they're trying here. I just want to see it actually implemented and not have any little caveats to it or whatever that hinder it. So yeah, I, yeah, I hope to see his name there along with, you know, even more from Max Comtois. I think he's going to get mm-hmm. uh, even more of a look this year. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Adam Henrique, you know, the only reason he was at 12 is because he had that incredibly slow start that, you know, saw him get sent down, like put on waivers. Mm-hmm. That's definitely, you know, that was definitely a kick in the pants for him. And then he went off like he easily could have had, Honestly, I would say an extra 10 goals, potentially. I, I'm not sure what the actual math is, but like, I'd say yeah, maybe probably, at least another yeah. 10 goals if he had had that pace from the start of the season, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it would have been at least better. Yeah. So, sure. but right. yeah, I mean, we just need more. I mean, we've, we've been banging this drum forever, but we need more scoring, especially when you only have two guys who scored at least 10 goals. That's not going to get you anywhere. So, and I know I've been saying like, oh yeah, the ducks are going to be, you know, second last in the division. It's going to be in front of San Jose, but San Jose has guys who can put the puck in the net right now. We need to give that opportunity to the guys who can actually put the puck in the net. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I think with another professional season under the belts of like Terry and steel, um, and Lundestrom as well. I, I think he really found his stride late in the season. Um, I, I think that they'll only improve this season. I don't see them um, regressing, really. Like, there there might be a little bit of a slow start shaking the rust off again after um, the offseason. But I, don't ex- I, I expect all of these guys to have more than 10 goals, and I don't think that's unrealistic either. Like, mm-hmm. Terry Steele and Lundestrom should easily have 10, like, probably even closer to what Comtois had, like 16. If they got 16 goals each, I'd be happy, just as long yeah. as Zegris and Comtois got more. And I think that's very realistic to ask from them because they're, yeah, well, they're they're 23, except Lundestrom's 21. So there's obviously yeah. still room to grow, but they're also, and Troy, Troy Terry and Sam Steele and Max Jones are entering their primes. Like, this is the time for them to show us what they can do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, what I had to the second question then? Sure. Because uh, I think it, I think it can be answered really quickly. Yeah. Will they improve their power play? It's a yes or no with a sentence after it. Yes. Same thing I said about where this like where the scoring will come from or that. It'll be yes if they give the chance to those who can actually do it. Yeah. Like everyone so, that was on that second unit last year. Yeah. That actually you know maybe got a few goals. Exactly. And, well, I don't remember what it was, but it was like Terry Zegris. Um, Steel, Comtois, and yeah, I, I'm forgetting the other one, but yeah, and like oh, when Drysdale. you're, yeah, obviously, yeah, there you go, <laughs> yeah, and like when your first unit that's not really scoring as much, you have them on the ice most of the time, obviously, mm-hmm. and it was Getzlaff leading with three power play goals, Shattenkirk yeah. with five power play points leading, mm-hmm. like that's abysmal. So that's, you, awful. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so awful, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so I don't know because the question: Will they improve the power play? It's like, well, theoretically, they should. Like an eight percent power play is not sustainable. But also, they didn't do yeah. anything to improve the power play in the off season. The thing that the NHL is saying here, um, sorry, who's the the writer on this? Uh, Mike Morali. Um, he's saying that it, sh- like, they took steps in in uh, improving the power play by hiring Jeff Ward oh, and Noel Brown, which. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully those help, right? Sometimes it is 
you know, we've seen it before with coaching changes throughout the league. Sometimes that is honestly what it takes. Like you could have yeah. the pieces on the ice already, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, having the guy who can figure out the best way for that group to do it yeah. or to perform, right. Is sometimes what it takes. So, and I mean, a great example that you would have seen a lot of is, you know, in, with the Edmonton Oilers and Connor McDavid, right? Like you have art, like you have arguably the greatest player in the world, and but if you have a coach that you know doesn't utilize the rest of the team or that, yeah, they are going to suck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I totally forgot about getting Ward and Brown. Um, yeah. So I, I guess that should improve it, and theoretically, they they should just do better than eight point nine percent. Yeah, like that's that's abysmal. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Next question here: How important is the return of Ryan Getzlaff? Do you want to answer that first or do you want me to? Uh, yeah, I can go. I, I think it's fairly important. Like, th- this is still a young team, and we knew going into it, whether we brought Getzlaff back or not, we weren't going to be, you know, competing for the Stanley Cup. So I think bringing Getzlaff back is just fine. Regardless of the contract, the, the move to bring him back is exactly what they should have done. They, we need the veteran leadership in the dressing room. Getzlaff's got some milestones to hit. Uh, it's better to have him on the team uh, than literally anywhere else where you have to play against him because he's still a good player. So yeah, um, so yeah, I, I think it's very important to the development of the young guys, namely Trevor Zegers. So, mm. Yeah, I would say it's yeah, it's definitely important in terms of you know the young guys that are now filling out this roster. It's important for them to have somebody like Ryan Getzlaff who can show them the ropes and, um, in a way, coach them as well to become great players that will help this team out and bring them back to playoff success, at least, and hopefully a Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It's not as important in terms of the points that he'll be getting in that, you know, besides, you know, personal milestones and whatnot. But, and that's where I have a, a little bit of the issue with how large that cap hit is. Again, it's only one year though, but a 4.5 million for a guy that scored 17 points in 56 games or 48 games last season. Sorry. He didn't play the full season. That's, that's a hefty, that's a, that's a hefty dollar amount for that amount of amount of production. So no, for sure. Yeah. But, but, um, um, sorry, there was something I was just, uh, trying to pull up because I had taken a picture or taken screenshots of a lot of uh, these charts that J Fresh Hockey had put out. Uh, right. There's one specifically I was trying to find here. Was it about uh, Ryan Gets Laugh? Yes, it was. Um, yeah, right. Ryan Gets Laugh led the league last year, actually. Um, yeah, minimum 500 even strength minutes played. He led the league in puck battle win percentage with fifty-seven point two percent of battles that he would go in for. He would he would come out with the puck. Um, yeah, that, the next guy, huge. yeah, the next guy was Austin Matthews at fifty-six point seven. So, and that, that yeah, even awesome. just to show like the difference between like first position and he goes up like Jay Fresh puts it up to twenty twentieth uh, spot here. Twentieth mm-hmm. uh, spot was Detroit's Dylan Larkin at fifty-two point one. So that's pretty significant, honestly. Yeah, I'd say so. So yeah, um, yeah. No, that's awesome. I really hope that that rubs off on um, the other young players because I didn't see that at all last season from any of the young guys. So um, yeah. 
and I think that was a big detriment. Like they, we were not winning the puck battles. So yeah. Uh, um, another stat here as well for Getzlaff. He was eighth in takeaways per sixty minutes, minimum five hundred even strength uh, minutes played. Um, so yeah, he had f- was fifteen point eight. Uh, yeah, fifteen point eight takeaways per game, essentially normal game. Hmm. So yeah, which is. Good. Yeah, pretty good. So I'm just, I'm just scrolling through here, just trying to see what I could come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were the two maiden ones that I found for uh, for Getzlaff at least. So yeah. no, that's awesome. That's that's good to know. So yeah. Uh, okay, question four here: Who will be the backup goalie? Uh, really, it comes down to Stellars or Dostal, and at least for opening night, it's Stellars in my. Yeah, opinion. you got to think it's going to be Stellars, but ugh, by the end of the season is the question, though, right? Because yeah. it could be a case. I mean, we saw it last year that Dosso, or sorry, Stellars was able to play pretty well, actually, considering the team mm-hmm. that he had in front of him as well. Uh, went 4 3 and 0, 2.2 goals against, but a 926 save percentage. And we know that, you know, save percentage is becoming a little bit of an outdated number. But considering the team that was in front of him, the record that they had and everything like that, and how many goals were getting scored against, that 926 is a massive number that a lot of people are going to be taking a look at um, going into this season. Uh, he also had a shutout in there in the eight games, seven of those being starts. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, so, you know, he could be a capable backup or third option for a team. Uh, come the end of February, who's looking for like a, a backup or a third goalie to go for a playoff run. Mm-hmm. So to start the season, yes, it's going to be Stellars. The question is, who's going to be the backup by the end of the season? Well, I hope it's Dostal, especially if yeah. you're talking about getting rid of Stellars at the deadline, because we can't do that without yeah. having Dostal up. Um, but I think he sh- he should at least show the same promise that Stellar showed last season like he doesn't have to be like phenomenal or anything but when he needs to come in I think he needs to uh I think he needs to perform and, and put up at least average numbers yeah so do agree that, that's my opinion and I think I think he should my my expectation is that he should so yeah and then yeah going into question five which young players could have a major impact uh, I agree exactly with what the article is saying as well. It's going to be Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale. Yeah. So, like I said, I want to see Zegers pop off. The entire fan base wants to see Zegers pop off. Trevor Zegers wants to see Trevor Zegers pop off. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> honestly, Jamie Drysdale, he had, um, you know, he was he was doing great with the time that he had. I was actually very impressed. He actually did oh, yeah. honestly better than I thought mm-hmm. he would be, um, which is obviously great to see. And uh, so, you know, even if he continues at that pace that he was going, man, it's going to be a game changer for us very quickly, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's those five questions in a nutshell and our opinions on them. I I don't have anything to add to the last one. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you you summed it up perfectly. Uh, Last couple just kind of news points here. Um, David Backus retires. So uh, obviously played with the Ducks for the last season in a bit here um signed a one-day contract with st louis where he spent most of his career and um he was captain there for quite a while as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah officially enters retirement so um i've got his stats up here that you linked to so graciously 965 games played 
248 goals, 313 assists for 561 points, which is just over a half a point per game, which is very as solid. A def- as, especially as a... Uh, um, oh, what the heck just happened with my computer? <laughs> there we go. I don't know. Especially as what? Uh, sorry, I don't know what I was actually about to say there. <laughs> okay, yeah. I lost my train of thought of it. So. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, with St. Louis, Boston, and Anaheim being his the three teams he played for, I mean, yeah. really St. Louis, a little bit Boston, and hardly really Anaheim. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, had a great career. And uh, yeah, that's really all I have to say about yeah. that. Sounded like he was a guy as well that a lot of people that really enjoyed having in the locker room, both as a leader and just as a teammate, as a friend, that sort of thing. And that's, I mean, the, in the end you could have all the accolades and that kind of stuff, but if you don't have the respect of your peers, then, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's harder to have a career even. Right. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, he had a great one and, uh, obviously, uh, wish him the best in retirement. So Mm -hmm, for sure. Okay. Uh, last thing here, Columbus Blue Jackets announced coaching changes. There was a um, assistant. Well, you know more about it. You talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So this one, yeah. Normally we, you know, wouldn't just be addressing other teams' coaching changes or that sort of thing. But it was more the implications that this had with the rest of the NHL. Um, so the Columbus Blue Jackets had announced that uh, their assistant coach for the Cleveland Monsters, their AHL affiliate. Uh, would be replacing um, Sylvain uh, Laverre as an assistant coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, Laverre had decided not to receive the COVID-19 vaccine and thus will not be able to perform duties required of him given current NHL protocols, which to put it into simple terms, it's basically all staff who uh, will be in contact with players within you know 12 feet uh they're required by the nhl to be fully vaccinated mm-hmm. um so obviously laver did not you know line up under these nhl wide uh policies guidelines rules whatever you want to call them um so he's not able to work uh what was interesting about this though was that uh in in my opinion at least that um laver was coming out saying that he had quit uh, the Columbus GM, I forget the name off the top of my head, though, he came out to... Kekalainen, I believe. Thank you. Um, he came out pretty quickly after to clarify that he was actually fired because of said protocols, right? He was mm-hmm. he was unable to do his job. We've only seen one other coach, uh, you know, leave uh, because of this policy that was in San Jose. I forget who it was, but that was a bit more of a mutual uh, split because I think you were saying Carter that um, there was you know, he had some medical reason that he couldn't be vaccinated at least at the moment and yeah. uh, so it was, it was a lot more mutual but um, yeah in this case though Laver was not able to not he was not able to do his job so he was uh, he was let go uh, subsequently um, and it's a little bit confusing I guess as with the players um, mm-hmm. As to why the same rule doesn't apply, at least to, to yeah. me, I don't know about to you, but uh, for the players, at least they don't have that requirement. That they have to be vaccinated, but if they choose to not be vaccinated, they are essentially limited to their home, the practice facility, and like their main facility 
and whatever facility that they they have to go to in the NHL. Um, by the sounds of it, though, they are not able to you know say go to the mall, go out for any team dinners out like anywhere else. They're restricted to their hotel room, and I don't even know actually if they're able to go down say to the hotel lobby to pick up like skip the dishes or that sort of thing, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's, DoorDash if you're in the states. <laughs> yeah, DoorDash, what whatever uh, different yeah. thing is. There's there's Uber Foods and oh, yeah. whatever, but like basically just you know delivered uh, mm-hmm. food. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're actually even able to do that based on the on the policies. Yeah, I mean they were but, pretty strict about everything just over the last year and a bit, anyways. Like with, yeah. with what players could and couldn't do. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, nope, hotel room, not the lobby, not the hallway. It's your hotel room. Yeah, exactly. Unless and, uh, the building's on fire, I don't want to see your face. Like that kind of yeah, exactly. policy. Yeah. And even last year, we did see uh, very early on, it was the Washington Capitals. Uh, mm. It was like, what, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and a couple other guys as well were yeah. uh, hit with that because they were supposed to be confined to their hotel rooms and they had met up in one other room. So they got slapped with a fine and I believe suspension for like a game or two or something like that by mm. the league and or the capitals. I forget what it was I, exactly, but I don't remember. There, exactly. there were repercussions though to not following those policies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll definitely no, be I, interesting to see, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I do think it's weird that the players don't have to be, but the staff do like the, the kind of double standard is kind of weird to me. Um, but yeah, it does, I, it does I mean, make sense though, because if, you know, if the players go down, if there's an outbreak, the season stops again, or those players stop again, right? Like the NHL doesn't want that, especially with everything that's supposed to be planned, right? Like we're supposed yeah. to have an all-star game. There's supposed to be the break for the Olympics, right? Which mm-hmm. um, there's like a, we haven't really talked about the Olympics a whole lot, actually, oh, actually but I no, guess I we'll be, yeah. we'll be going with that more further uh, as we get closer to it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's obviously looking good that the NHL is going to go for it at the moment. They are, um, but there is a clause I think in that deal that says that if the NHL has essentially like run out of time to be able to reschedule within a certain window, that they're able to schedule reschedule those games into that Olympic window and essentially cancel having the NHL go to the Olympics. Yeah, so which they better not do. I'll be so pissed if they're like, "We're going to the Olympics," and then they don't. Exactly. So this is. In in part, it's on the players, but it's also on the staff, right? And that's and I can see the reason why they're they're having all staff like required to be vaccinated. Yeah, no, because I you have to be around that. these players, and if it comes in from an outside source like that, right? Like mm-hmm. that's yikes. So yeah. no, I, um, I get the, I get that for sure. It's just I don't know why. Like I feel like it would just be simpler for them to just make the rules consistent for the players as well. Like yeah, nope, you have to be fully vaccinated as well, unless for whatever reason you can't, but. I mean, I guess uh, this is going to sound bad, but I, I think the general population cares more about seeing their players. Like, no one's watching be like, oh, I want to see what, like, what the coach does this game, right? Yeah. So they can be more strict that way. But if um, – we'll use Sidney Crosby as, as the example. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know his vaccination status, and really I don't care. But if he was like – if he came out and was like, no, I don't want to get vaccinated. And then the NHL was like, okay, you can't play. Like, you know how many riots there were good, are going to be in Pittsburgh? And yeah, like, but I mean, it's people aren't going to watch hockey and how much revenue the NHL is going to lose because of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, think it's that, still that's kind of why. So, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, what I 
even being an outsider, would I prefer that the same rule be put on the players that they have to be vaccinated? Yes. Eventually, though, it'll be like the visor. It'll be like the helmet. Eventually, it'll just kind of be grandfathered, essentially, that mm-hmm. every player coming in will be vaccinated, right? It's It will it will happen eventually. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's the same reason that, you know, majority of the league, like over 90% right now, wears a visor, but Ryan Getzlaff doesn't, yeah. right? So... Um, yeah, it'll it'll happen eventually, but um, but at the same time though, yeah, what was coming up though with uh, the Blue Jackets assistant coach though was that I think he was hired he was hired earlier in the summer, like into the season kind of thing. So he's oh. had this whole time and knowing these rules were coming at least, mm-hmm. or besides the, besides the fact that they were actually implemented though, yeah. to know that hey, I need this in order to have a job mm-hmm. right now. And he still chose not to. So his firing is on him and good on Columbus and the NHL for, you know, like obviously rules are in place, but sometimes you tweet the rules and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Good on them for keeping with that. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'll go on a little bit of a side personal thing. Mm-hmm. Go get vaccinated people. If you, if you haven't yet and you know, you have any, um, uh, what's the, what's the word? If you have any reservations or that about it, Go talk to an actual doctor. Don't be going off of what you've seen on Facebook or that kind of stuff. I don't know if, if Carter, you see uh, like the thing that Nicki Minaj had posted on Twitter. Don't be, no, you know, following I, that kind don't of bother with shit. That. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, you know, like go talk to actual people who know what they are talking about. Get the actual information and make an informed decision that way. Don't be going off of your Facebook research or that kind of stuff. And I know I'm going to probably make a couple people mad here, but you know, actually talk to people who under who have literally put years of their life <laughs> into knowing what the fuck they're talking about, right? Listen to those people and not your your third cousin who you know posted something on Twitter of like, oh, it gives you wings, like. I, I mean, okay. If, <laughs> like it's if if the vaccine did actually give you wings, like I would sign up for that. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. I'm still <laughs> trying to drink. I'm still drinking Red Bull, hoping I'm growing wings. But like, <laughs> um, I'm still not honestly, putting sunscreen like, on in hopes that radiation activates my mutant gene and then I can <laughs> grow wings. But. <laughs> exactly. But like at, at this point, though, it's it's not just a personal decision. You're affecting those around you, and I mean, like we're like up here in Alberta, we're literally seeing it right now that unvaccinated people have you know, put our hospitals to the brink of collapse and we are back into shutdowns, right? Like you aren't, it's not just you, you are affecting everyone around you. So please just go get vaccinated. All right. There's no excuse for it anymore. It's been over a year of, since their clinical trials, there's no like massive long-term effects that anybody needs to be worried about. All right. Go get vaccinated. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so that, there, there's your <laughs> and, rant for the there, <laughs> yeah. There, there's your rant for the week, but just just go do it. All right. Don't be an idiot. If if you're not actually able to, I, I totally understand. But if you're making an actual choice to not because of something, just it's it's not worth it's you're not worth my time anymore. So <laughs> okay. Uh, Sorry about. I I, I need okay. to say, I need to put that out there, especially with what we were going through just a little bit ago. Yeah. No. I know. I. I understand and I agree. So, okay. Um, we got the five questions. We got David back as we got the coaching changes. Um, that's about it. On the other yeah. side, we will be bringing back on the clock and 
uh, then obviously talking about the untold story, and then other shit, as usual. So, yeah. see you on the other side of the break. Let's do it. Oh, you're waiting on me. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's time to talk about our friends over at DraftKings. Week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off week two, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Head on over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any Week 2 game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state or province, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a bet of $1 or more on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. No customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call it a gambler or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Okay, we're back with On the Clock. Uh, if you're a fairly new viewer, you might not know this, but um, or know what this is. Uh, but before, we've just kind of you know, come up with a topic and given ourselves 30 seconds to a minute to uh, give our view on it. And then uh, the other person does the same and then uh, briefly talk about it. Uh, We've also done trivia in the past, though. And now this is kind of the love child of on the clock and trivia. (laughs) So we can call it on the trivia or trivia the clock. I don't know. I'm bad at coming up with names for things. We can also just call it what it is. Guess the player. (laughs) That works, too. So you might have seen this on Reddit or on Twitter. It was kind of a just a, a weird niche trend like a couple of weeks ago. And now because we're old, we're picking up on the trend. So uh, basically all you have to do is look at the logos and be like, what's the player that played on these teams in this order? Um, so for example, the first one, which I think is an easy one. And you said before you'd figured out like right away. Um, yeah. But the other ones you don't know. Um, Nate, number one, who played for Buffalo and then St. Louis and then Vancouver and then Anaheim? Uh, Carter, the correct answer is Ryan Miller. Nice. <laughs> yes, we got the sound effect back. I forgot about that shit. It's yeah, my favorite part, honestly. <laughs> okay, I told Carter before we started, I'm like, okay, like when I made this graphic, I knew two of these. The rest I'm going to need some a little bit of help with. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's definitely going to be some hints here, so... Yeah, for sure. Um, so feel free to play along at home. Um, sorry if we ruined the first one for you, but I, I think everyone would get it. <laughs> it's we'll go a little bit slower with the rest of them. <laughs> oh, for sure. I've got a one minute timer here, so uh, just to move us along a little bit. But um, I, I guess also I should say they're not all uh, current players in the NHL. Some of them are like from back in the nineties. Um, I mean, some of them are current players. Some are retired. Some are still in the NHL. Um, so, but you don't know which ones they are. And I will eventually tell you probably when you need a hint, like 30 seconds through, that seems fair. Yeah. You a hint after 30 seconds. I'll tell you right now, you're probably going to have to give me a hit like by 15. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, but I've actually like I've been trying to figure these out kind of beforehand, and it yeah. wasn't wasn't working. I I promise I like I I didn't try to look. I didn't cheat or anything mm. like that. I'm genuinely trying. And some of these I'm like looking at and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Chris here. This shit is hard. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, if I didn't make up like these ones, I would have no idea. All, yeah. all the other ones I've seen, I'm like, I don't have a freaking clue <laughs> if, if you're watching live actually this is the one time i'll say it's okay to put it in the comments because i'm definitely going to need help here yeah <laughs> so if you think you have an answer please see, please feel free see if you can get it before nate so yeah okay. but don't but don't go like ahead so don't post like you know what the fifth one is yeah stay, when we're only on number stay with two us, okay yeah stay with stay us. with the group <laughs> okay <laughs> we are we already got uh austin howlett uh my buddy audio going number eight is too easy boys yeah, that's because he's a Flames what the fan. Fuck is number eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, well, let's stick with two. <laughs> Connor McDavid is the future for two. All right, let's oh, let's man. see what number two is here, Carter. <laughs> okay. So minute on the clock here. Uh, Edmonton, Anaheim, Dallas, San Jose. No fucking Who's number clue. two. <laughs> no fucking clue. <laughs> Not even a guess. Not even a guess. I have no. I'm trying to think of who came from. Okay. Edmonton this, to... this player is still in the NHL. Okay. Um, that's your that's your fifteen second hint. All right, <laughs> doesn't help you. What, what's all. my thirty second hint? <laughs> uh, they just signed with San Jose as a free agent this year. Okay, uh, forward, defenseman, or goaltender? Forward. Oh fuck, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> Depth forward, if that helps. <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely doesn't help. But honestly, I was gonna go with uh, with I think it was Victor Faust. But uh, no. no, I no sir. Oh, He's still in uh, Dallas, but I, I don't uh, know how else to help you on this one. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, okay, zero. <laughs> uh, get out of here. Okay, it is Andrew Cogliano. Oh shit. Okay, I forgot he signed in. San Jose. See, like, if any of these yeah. are like, okay, he's playing, like, they're playing for them this year coming up, mm-hmm. like, yeah. just move there. It's, oh, that's gonna be so hard because I, it's, I think Cap Friendly yeah. had it that it was like almost like a quarter of the league swapped like teams and oh, whatnot really? with, yeah, it was a lot. Like oh, this, crazy. this free agent frenzy was literally free agent frenzy. Yeah, yeah it was about twenty five percent of like the league had actually like swapped teams and that kind of <laughs> stuff. So like straight up, we're gonna be watching games this year, and we're gonna be like, when the fuck did that guy yeah. start playing for them? And, and the Ducks so, are part of none of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did have to laugh here at uh, at Chris guessing Wayne Gretzky, and then uh, so so close. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Cogliano, Wayne Gretzky, they both had, you know. More than one point, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On to the third one here. Uh, okay. Okay. Minute on the clock. Starts. Well, read, read it out first and then okay. give them. Oh, fair. That seems fair. Uh, <laughs> Anaheim, Colorado, Nashville, then St. Louis. Okay. So originally I was wondering about Timu Solani, but he never mm-hmm. played for Nashville. Otherwise, it'd be a good guess. Yeah. And probably, and, and probably right. <laughs> Your first I'm hint trying is, to remember. Sorry, go ahead. Your, yeah. your first hint is that players in in the same kind of era. They, they same played kind together. Of era. Yeah. Uh, well known yeah, player. You know, obviously you know, retired. I'm, I'm gonna actually. 
I'm kind of wondering with Chris's guess here of Paul Correa. I don't remember him playing for Nashville, though. Oh, shit. Out of boy, Chris. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> um, I, I should really have everybody's stats up here, but it, it wasn't for very long that uh, Korea played in Nashville. Oh, my God. I Chris is going to play this more than I will, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Nashville Predators. Um, hey, get out of here. <laughs> uh, due to the NHL lockout, Korea was professionally inactive for the 04-05 season. Incorrectly predicted, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, he became an unrestricted free agent in 05. Did he Did he not actually play a game for the Predators and just signed with them? That'd be wild. I'm even just seeing if I can find a picture. Yeah. Why am I on Wikipedia? This is the worst place to look at this. Oh, career stats. There we go. Um, yeah, he played there for two full seasons, actually. 05, 06, 06, 07. And he wore the, uh, I'm going to call it beautiful. So many people call it ugly. The uh, <laughs> The beautiful mustard yellow uh saber tooth that okay the logo is a little odd for sure but mm-hmm. um man he, he wore that jersey that's that's amazing um yeah chris chiming in here i'm gonna get my preds jersey customized with him uh chris do i remember correctly you have that mustard yellow jersey chime in if you can <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah well we wait for oh, chris response. said chris okay. said he does have it so yeah, yeah I, I couldn't remember. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's the one you got to go with then, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On to the fourth one. We've got St. Louis, Anaheim, and New York. Go. Oh. See, like this feels like it should be easier. Because it's less teams. Yeah, but it's not. Okay, <laughs> when did they go to New York? Oh boy. Uh it was at the end of their career. <laughs> um, I almost said the name out loud as I was typing it. That would not be good. <laughs> they went to New York only for their last season, which was uh, 2000-2001. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Hello, Marcus. Thank you for joining us. Uh oh, I ha- I think I have an answer. I'm just trying to think of um the name right now. Okay. Um uh, I gotta search I gotta search up just the name. <laughs> like I okay. I can picture the person in my mind. Do you have a a position? Goalie? No, there it is. It is a goalie, yeah. Um, describe this person's face to me since you said it's in your uh, well he's one of the uh, he's like the intermission guy um, yeah okay yeah Gia Bear Gia Bear yeah there yeah. you go <laughs> yeah it's it's that guy <laughs> sweet can I have the ding oh sure thank you <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it to you because you knew who it was you just didn't know the name <laughs> yeah I was just trying to think of the names so but like, yeah, I could just like I could picture him right away, and I'm like, yeah. wait, I, I think I got this. But why can't I remember right now? I, I got close. Though. I was like Jaguar, and I'm like, no, that's not Jaguar. Obviously, he went to Toronto after Anaheim, but yeah, the the other French guy, <laughs> the other French guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so far, you've got. Uh, I mean, with help from Chris, you've got three of them. <laughs> two, two and a half. Two and a half. But yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll go with that. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, number five, we've got. 
starting in Anaheim, then to Edmonton, Philadelphia, uh, back to Anaheim, and then Toronto. Go. One of my original thoughts, but I think Philly and Edmonton are flipped, was Brzezgalov. Okay. But I don't think he went to Toronto. Yeah, it's not Brzezgalov. I'll tell you that. See, my thing is like I'm just going right to goalies. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your issue there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my crutch here, uh, and it's not really working out for me. Um, okay, what position? Um, forward. Uh, um, also, you're right. Yeah, Philly <laughs> and Edmonton were swapped. Yeah, we got Marcus guessing. Is it Joe the janitor? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, one more hint of like what, like when did this guy like what was his what was his career span? Uh, it was early two thousands. He's retired now. Early, early two thousand, like two thousands to early tens, I believe. Okay, um, I can't think of. I have no idea, honestly. Okay, would it help if I told you he played for the Medicine Hat Tigers? Played for the Tigers. It doesn't sound like it helps. No, it... Wait. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. They played from 03 to 2016. Um, really, they only played for the Ducks for four seasons. Two and two. Uh, and it's Joffrey Lupo. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I only yeah. know Lupo playing for the... Ducks and Leafs, if I'm being honest. Oh, really? I actually don't remember him playing for uh, the Oilers or the Flyers at all. Oilers was 06, 07, and Flyers was 07, 08, and 08, 09. Okay, so that makes sense because I was like yeah. 10 or 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I knew him with the Oilers and knew he played with the Tigers. I didn't really yeah. know that. But, uh, but yeah, okay. all right right. we got number six here next one this one's interesting you're gonna have to give me it's like right off the bat right off the bat yeah read read uh, the teams first and then give me the hint (laughs) i I honestly wouldn't expect you to get this one i'd be surprised if anyone did so it's ottawa carolina detroit nashville dallas and then anaheim your one minute starts now it is oh my god there we go you're your hint is it's a forward. <laughs> that really narrows it down. Uh, <laughs> they are uh, from Calgary, Alberta. Nope. Spent three <laughs> seasons with the Ducks from 2016 to 2019. Uh, probably... Most known for Detroit or Dallas? Detroit or Dallas. Also only played like 29 games with the Ducks. <laughs> so. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I they said they played at least 40. <laughs> I didn't say they played at least 40. I just meant they played, you know. Oh, no, like when we were talking about games. this before. Uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, sick beard. Sick like, beard. Super sick beard. No, nothing. It's not Brent Burns, obviously. It's not. No. <laughs> not Joe Thornton. I agree with Chris. This shit is illegally it, hard. <laughs> yeah, Carter really. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> it, it's Patrick Eves. 
Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected you to get that yeah, one. Yeah, that I one. Honestly, would have been shocked. <laughs> oh, no. I shocked Nate with how hard it was that it froze him. Vermette. I actually thought about putting Vermette in here. He's not. Spoiler. But Okay. Hopefully Nate unfreezes soon so we can continue on with this. <laughs> Rip Nate. Come on, buddy. Figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, you guys can jump ahead. You can get some bonus time with 7, 8, 9, and 10. Seven. Seven people should get. I'll just say that right now. Rip Nate. Rip. Rest in peace. What's he saying? Be right there again. He's signing back in. We'll probably get two Nates. Oh. Nope. He's gone. <laughs> now you guys can't even study ahead. You can't even... There we go. I am back. Welcome. Thank you. I was trying to tell people to get ahead and, uh, and read 7 to 10, but then you left. So, come on. Are you frozen again? Seriously? <laughs> what a disaster. Anyone uh, got some jazz music that we can play? Preferably uh, copyright free while we wait. That'd be pretty sick. Spinning Wheel of Doom for the uh, Guess That Player. <laughs> come on. Maybe I'll just FaceTime him. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, Chris. You can hum some, but nobody can hear you. Need the hold music? Yeah, absolutely. Some, like, classical version of Eye of the Tiger or something like that. The world's slowest piano rendition of Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> Nate texted me, oh my fuck. He's rattled. <laughs> Especially because he's not doing so hot in the game. <laughs> how On a scale of 1 to 10, how rattled are you right now? Uh, solid 12. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got to get to Black Friday, and hopefully I you know that helps me get a new computer. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. thank you to everybody who's watching because you're currently funding Nate's new computer. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Uh, uh, yes, I am back, Lindsay. Thank you for the welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope you had lots of time to think about number seven while we were so we much were time. <laughs> not that you're going to need it. I'm not even going to bother starting the timer. Who played for Hartford, St. Louis? Well, should we, should we give everyone else a Anaheim, chance though? And Philly. Yeah, sure, we can. Okay, one minute starts now. Okay, so again, it was because I was talking over it. Hartford, St. Louis, Edmonton, Anaheim, Philadelphia. To, for we'll me, give, it's a we'll, gimme. This is probably the only yeah. one I would get. So We'll give everybody a chance here. Do, 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 do. Hey, you can't do that. We don't have the copyright. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I'm like just bad singing it uh, instead of you know you sure you're not just actually. a bad singer i mean it's, it's, it's very possible <laughs> <laughs> okay 20 seconds left it's a defenseman that's your hint 
owner of one Stanley Cup with Anaheim. Anybody? Oh, there we go. Chris got it. Pronger. And the answer is Chris Pronger. Yeah. Nice job, Chris. That one's for you. And for Austin. Yeah. Just a little late on that, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. This but, one's for so, you, Austin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that was the other one that I knew like right away. Like I just like I looked at it and I was like, Anaheim Philly. Honestly, I got it off of Anaheim Philly. I was oh, like really? Pronger. And then I was like, wait, hard for it. Yeah, it's pronger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh number eight. Yeah, the other three, I have no fucking clue just to let you know right now <laughs> that's fair there there's some obscure ones i'm sure once you <laughs> once you hear it you'll be like oh yeah okay but uh okay one minute on the clock for number eight florida vancouver pittsburgh anaheim ottawa nashville calgary go i'm gonna i'm gonna give the comment section a chance here <laughs> to help it, me out because i have it, no idea it is another defenseman um, they played with Anaheim in our first season of doing the quack report. If that helps you defend in our first season of doing the quack report. Okay. Yeah. I want to see if I can pull that roster quick. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> when did we start the quack report? Oh yeah. 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. In our first season. Oh, here we go. Austin's got it. Actually. Erica Branson. Hell yeah. Oh, damn. Current Calgary Flame. Come on, man. You should know this. You don't even know who's on your team this year. Yeah, but he just got signed, and uh, honestly, 75% of us went, what the fuck, Brad, you're living. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So you should have remembered it. It's a cause of your pain. <laughs> Dude, you know he's not that much of a like high-profile player when he like he got lost for me on the Ducks. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> also, uh, oh no, he played. He split time with Ottawa and Nashville last year, playing yeah. thirty six plus nine games, forty five. Oh, so yeah, he couldn't even stay here in Ottawa. <laughs> like, yikes! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, on to number nine, uh, where we've got the Islanders, Vancouver, Florida, Detroit, Anaheim, Calgary. Back to Detroit. Um, I'll just tell you right off the bat, this is an older player. Very retired. Okay, when do you play in Anaheim? Um, good question. Oh seven oh eight. Oh seven oh eight. Yeah. Playing sixty-eight games. Most known for Detroit and Vancouver. Oh, uh uh Bertuzzi. Yeah, hell yeah. Nice. That was a good one. What uh what gave it away? Detroit? Detroit Vancouver. Okay. So I remembered he was in uh Detroit for quite a while. And yeah, I guess it was kind of split, right? Um but uh Vancouver especially and he was part of that Trevor Linden deal that set, sent Linden to the Islanders. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so there you it, go. The, you said the, you were going to figure any of these ones out. The, the pieces came together pretty quickly. Once you had said that they were like most, like who they were most known for of this list, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. No, just doing it and like trying to figure out like how many years they would have played in 
each each city yeah it's like super hard so yeah uh, i forgot he had a stint in anaheim though honestly but yeah like i i remembered him in calgary for a bit and yeah i remember detroit and uh and vancouver oh yeah i forget how he got to florida though after vancouver i forget what trade that was or if that was a signing i think that was a trade i couldn't tell you honestly um We'll say someone want to search that up for us if anyone's so yeah uh, for those who are watching live or okay guards got it unless you can all just enjoy <laughs> yeah um Bertu- I just typed in Bertuzzi Florida and yeah what was um yeah it's nothing's coming up cat friendly has like trades right yeah yeah they have a trade thing in there that's like yeah shows their path. Yeah, I believe um, Bertuzzi transactions. Oh boy, oh no, oh that's Tyler Bertuzzi. God, <laughs> who's God. his nephew, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drafted by New York, signed to standard contract in Vancouver, uh, traded from Vancouver to Florida. What was the package on that? It was. Uh, wait, he, he wait. I was. I want to take a guess though. Was he the? Um, he was part of the Luongo deal, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah, and Audi actually just throwing it into the chat there. It was the Luongo trade. Yeah. See, I do know some shit, <laughs> but um, Bertuzzi was not part of the Linden deal. I thought he was. Uh, it doesn't have it on Cap Friendly, so. And who the um, fuck was part of that deal? I could have sworn he was. Let us see. Trevor Linden uh, transactions. Uh, Linden, it, it says he, wait. 1988. Yeah, it doesn't have anything. Yeah, in, in exchange for Todd Bertuzzi, Brian McCabe, and the Islanders' third round pick in the 98 draft. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Cap friendly just doesn't have that info then. So okay. <laughs> you were right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we have one more here to get yeah. to. See, at le- okay. I, I at least proved I know some shit. Okay. What what am I? What am I at? Out of nine right now, going into question ten, I got one. So you got Miller, Korea, Iber, um, Pronger, and Bertuzzi. And Bertuzzi. Actually, no, you didn't get Korea. Was it Chris that got Chris? Chris got Korea, so it's like a half mark for me. Yeah. Okay. So we'll give you a, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Damn, that's better than what I thought it would. I was like, that's if I get good. three, I'll be happy with myself. If you get this last <laughs> one, you get fifty-five percent, which is a passing grade, my friend. Dude, I already passed in my mind. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> my, my my schooling institution does not believe that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you just want to quit while you're ahead and leave number ten for everyone else? <laughs> well, I mean, I think everybody forgets who the hell played for the Thrashers unless they were part of that inaugural Winnipeg Jets 2.0 team. So Fair enough. <laughs> okay. So we have Anaheim, Atlanta, Anaheim, Pittsburgh, Tampa, and Chicago. Timer starts now. <sighs> Oops, I accidentally hit it twice. Okay. Uh okay, so we're obviously looking at like at l- like earliest early 2000s to uh, like 2010. Yep. For at least the first two teams. Yep. When did are they still playing or are they retired? Uh they're retired. They're 
last season was the 18-19 season. 18-19 season. Okay. Were they... I was about to say Marion Hosa, but nope. Uh, yeah, I don't think he made a stop in Anaheim. But he did play for Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you got another hint for me? Uh he was on the Ducks Cup winning team in 06. Uh, Probably doesn't help much. No. Oh, geez. That's a Yeah, that went fast. Okay. Your, your last hint, most well-known for Pittsburgh, I would say. Most well-known for Pittsburgh. Got a couple cups there as well. Austin has to have this one because he's a, he's a <laughs> Pittsburgh guy. I know that. Yeah, I, I have no yeah. idea. Okay, we'll leave it for Austin to chime in, and then uh, if he doesn't respond in the next minute or so, then we'll give it to him. But um, <laughs> yeah, still, you got 4.5 out of 10. Honestly, Uh-oh. way better than I would have done. So there we go. Chris Kunitz, damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely one that, like, as soon as we as soon as soon we pull it up. Yep. You're like, oh, makes so yep. much sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. I'll take four and a half, though. Honestly, that's that's better than I thought I would. So, but oh yeah, oh Austin says he sent it twice. Didn't show up the first time. Uh, Makes sense, yeah, because he was very excited about Kunitz. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, geez, I didn't realize on the, the clock. I didn't realize the time we're at already. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's going by. We really packed this one, hey? <laughs> yeah, everybody, we're going for the long haul here. I hope you. Uh, I hope you, if you're watching live, I hope you ate or otherwise grab your food and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. If you haven't eaten, we will take a quick break right now so you can go grab yourself a granola bar or bag of popcorn or your actual supper. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll go grab my actual supper. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be a bad idea. Just like you're mowing down as you're trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. All right. We will be back in just a moment then. What is up, Devils fans? It's your boy, Neil Villapiano. Make sure you check out the Devils State of Mind podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. From Taylor Hammer Pork Roll to how much we hate the Rangers, we got you covered. New episodes every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Hockey Podcast Network website. And always remember to rock on. Woo! We are rocking now with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I see the chats kind of going off again with Wonderwall with Wonderwall. Do we continue to rock on or do we wait still? Carl, you're you're captaining this ship here. Come on. <laughs> it's I, up uh, to you. I I think we do it after we talk about untold. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep untold to like 10, 15 minutes, maybe. We'll see. We'll try. We'll try our we'll very best. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the uh, Untold Crimes and Penalties documentary on Netflix. It's only an hour and a half uh, about the Danbury Trashers, as per Nate's recommendation here. Um, so, Nate, 
Do you want to start us off here with the uh, what your thoughts on this documentary were? This documentary was incredible. <laughs> like it was it is hilarious. Like straight up, this felt like something out of, and I, I I know they reference it like pretty early on in the documentary, but like this felt like something straight out of The Sopranos. Like, oh, hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. Like it's straight up. Like if, oh my god, I, I guess we are going full spoilers with this talk. Like talk about the I, documentary, I mean, though, because everything's out. Hundred percent true. Out, yeah, yeah. So. And I mean, I guess really the the story in a sense has been out since two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no spoilers. More just coming to light again with this documentary, though. But like, <laughs> just like the premise of it would be an amazing TV series, an amazing movie, right? Dude, because they did it make feels this movie. like it's called Goon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not even that. Like, yes, Goon had a lot of fighting and that kind of stuff. But the the whole idea of okay, we're going to have somebody tied in with the mob Mm -hmm. give his 17-year-old son a hockey team with mob money, essentially, that's Mm -hmm. going to play minor league hockey. I'd say, like, compare, like, what, Div 3 kind of deal? USH, or, yeah, uh, UHL. Mm -hmm. Um, In a season where the NHL is on a lockout and you can bring in bigger names Mm -hmm. and like it's just the ridiculousness of it though that like um oh i'm trying to remember yeah uh like jimmy galante like if that doesn't just scream mob right there right that name (laughs) is that italian name and i i know we have i know austin is an italian so i'm I'm sorry i'm not wrapping all italians in with the mob obviously (laughs) But like but that name Jimmy is, Galante is a mobster name. That is 100% a mob <laughs> name. Like if that showed up in a Batman comic, I'm like that dude's part of the mob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like if I had seen that like in the newspaper like when it came out, right? Like if I was old enough to like, you know, realize what was going on, that dude is part of the mob. You could just know it right away. Mm-hmm. And like their haircut and everything. Like it was dude, like this was real life, but it was such like TV essentially. Like that's why I'm like how was this not like there has to be a limited series. I want to see a Netflix limited series about this now. Oh yeah, I need more that, like, info. Like, like, you know, I want like a six episode se- like series about this. So <laughs> <laughs> we got Austin saying, "I take I take absolutely no offense. I'm convinced there's mob in my family somewhere." <laughs> and he's like, "I might I might be related to Galante." <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man, but. Um, but seriously though, like this is the premise of a TV series. Mm-hmm. Like, and then yeah, just everything going on, like get rid of the mob and whatnot. This would be an interesting story still about like, you know, this 17 year old kid who's the general manager of a hockey team who happens mm-hmm. to, you know, have this team performing during the NHL lockout where they're able to bring in some bigger names. Um, like, uh, oh, wow. But, see, I feel really bad about this now. What is this Gretzky's first name? Isn't it Brett? Uh, Brent, Brent. Brent, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, the fact that you're able to bring in like Brent Gretzky and guys like that, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's just, As your first player too. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like one of your like big name guys. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, like everything just worked out perfectly. But yeah. honestly, like you look at this, like even outside the perspective of, you know, the documentary or that, this guy actually put together a decent hockey team. Oh, 100%, <laughs> like, yeah. And like, he inspired them to like 
you know, play for each other and like as a team yeah. and like stand up for each other. Like, I, I mean, it's got like, like that same mob mentality of like your family and like you do everything for your family. And if anyone fucks with that, you essentially murder them. And they did pretty much everything except yeah. murder the opposing <laughs> team. <laughs> but like suggested or implied that they could. Yeah. Like that, that one player guy. That, yeah. that broke the other guy's leg. Yeah, they're like, do you know, like, we'll figure out, like, we'll find his address and, like, we'll go over there. It's like, holy shit, yeah. this and, is hockey. Well, they they said they found the address and they went to the guy that his leg was I, broken. And they're like, geez. what do you want us to do? Yeah, like, we, like, we know where he is. Do you, like, what do you want us to do? Like, yeah, and that is nuts. <laughs> the guy actually said on the documentary, like, hey, Elzinga, if you're watching this, like, you're lucky to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's because of me. Like, yeah, that like, guy could actually true. be dead. Which is wild. That is insane. Like, I seriously, the more, like, just the more we talk about it, and like, we're not even very far in. I want a limited series about this. Like, I want oh, yeah. this, like, as a TV series. I want this. Like, I, I know the whole story now with the documentary, but mm-hmm. I will tune in every single week or I will binge the fuck out of this. Mm-hmm. Like, just this whole thing is incredible. And like I, I do have to feel bad for AJ, obviously, the uh, you know, the 17-year-old kid that his yeah, his dad Jimmy gave him the team. Mm-hmm. Because like the whole backstory to that of like, you know, uh AJ was a, was a hockey player and everything like that growing up, and he had this injury that he wasn't able to play anymore. And like, I mean, Jimmy's got like a, a bad guy, but he's got a soft heart at the same time. Wow, this yeah. this really sounds like a TV monster, honestly. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, he, this dude loves his family, but will like mess shit up and everything like that. Yeah, but like his dad is basically just like, I don't want like I I want my son to still be connected to the game and everything like that. Here's a hockey team, mm-hmm. and like I'm sure. Like even my initial reaction, like watching the documentary, is like, "Oh, this is gonna go south so quickly." But yeah, yeah, like this kid is AJ gonna fuck did up some a team. Good job, and obviously Dude. he had help, but every general yeah. manager does. But like the fact that this, yeah, seventeen-year-old kid, like still in high school, like I guess going into college, like as the first season it started yeah. though, was able to make a good hockey team. Like this is every this is my dream playing, you know, shell. Mm-hmm on franchise mode being like oh yeah. i could do that this guy actually got a chance mm. to do it yeah i mean he actually I, made a I think under, team like yeah i think under a, a salary cap it would have more of an issue because it was just like i'm not oh, yeah, paying well, your pair your players under the table with mob money yeah, but <laughs> yeah exactly like you can get anyone you want that way right like um well so they got I, mike rupp in the lockout season bring right them in yeah, yeah. like yeah, exactly NHL yeah, 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 player right <laughs> The guy literally had a game-winning Stanley Cup goal. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a Stanley Cup winning goal. Like, and you bring him uh, in. against the <laughs> Ducks, unfortunately. But we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, further. But so. uh, but <laughs> yeah. my God, like just yeah, this entire thing. Like, I yeah, I feel bad for Jimmy because like it's I don't know. Maybe like you could tell me if I'm thinking wrong, but like he didn't. Like he kind of knew a little bit, but not really enough about what his dad did. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, he yeah. knew like his dad had a like bad history and that kind of stuff because like he had gone to jail like when he was younger and everything like that. But yeah. like, how much like I like how much did AJ actually know? I, like, did I, I not pick up much. on that? I don't think much. I think he knew that he was maybe doing some <laughs> sketchy shit, but I don't think he knew that he was like basically the second in command of like a mob in Connecticut. Like the Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. 
yeah, like I, like I do feel bad for him in that respect, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, some people might shake their head at that, but like, yeah, I mean, if you didn't really know anything about that and you unfortunately have this team, you know, shut down and taken away because it comes out, yeah, your dad is tied to the mob or is like very high up in the mob and everything like that. And this is like a, another front, mm-hmm. right? Like that, that sucks. And I also feel bad for the, the people of Danbury as well, right? Who, you know, got behind this team, right? That section 102 and everything like that. Like, oh, yeah. They, like, interviewing some of those fans that are like, yeah, we're still ride or die with this team, mm-hmm. even though they haven't been a thing for almost 20 years yeah. at this like, point. The guy like, at the end where it's like in his will that he wants to be buried with his Danbury Trashers jersey. Like, like that is hard. That's commitment, man. Core. For a team that was that's around insane. for what, like two fucking years? Like, <laughs> I think it was just one, honestly. Was it? I think so. Really? I thought like, it was longer, is, but that's I, crazy. I, yeah, I thought so. I, maybe they only talked about the one season, but... Uh, yeah, I think so, but I, I, I just assumed it was that is around nuts. longer. That is nuts. Yeah. So, but on it, yeah, just... And I mean, like, as a documentary, that thing was amazing. I love how many people they were actually able to bring in to talk to, like, including Jimmy himself, who was out of yeah. jail at that point, right? And um, I think mean, definitely one of the... Again, like looking at this as like a, if it was like a TV series or a movie, the best character out of this though was, uh, would have been like that second or third in command guy who was the equipment manager. Oh, yeah. Like, the guy that was not... like fucking with the opposing team. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you see Jimmy and you're like, yeah, okay, I can see where this might be headed. You mm-hmm. see that guy and you're like, oh shit, we got some crime or like we got like mob ties here going. Yeah. Okay. Like that kind oh, wait. Of, okay, wait. Like, we are because full you, on in it. <laughs> because you keep talking about the limited series that you want to see. If if they do do that, J.K. Simmons has to play that guy. 100%. Oh my god, that would be incredible. <laughs> they they both look identical. Grumpy, old, bald-faced men that love smoking a cigar. That's J.K. Simmons right there. <laughs> that would be incredible. I, yeah, I want to see that. Okay, can, can we cast at least A.J., that guy, I forget his name and Jimmy. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy reminds me a hundred percent of the, um, uh, I, I don't know how else to describe him, but the guy that is in how I met your mother that appears at the wedding and like just stirs shit up and like, he's got like literal fire in his eyes. You know, the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I'm just trying, I'm trying to picture him right now. Yeah. He's, Oh God. Evil. How I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally don't know how else to describe it. I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, Darren, this motherfucker. Can you can you share the screen and pull up the picture here? Absolutely. <laughs> Give me a second because I'm 87 years old, apparently. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm trying to think of who this guy. Could, uh... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could definitely do it. Yeah. He's just got that, I don't know. That clean cut look, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, and, uh, you could even you could even take the guy who played uh, who played Ted realistically. That's true. Yeah, I think you could. I mean, he looks pretty old now. What's his Older. name? Josh Radner. Yeah. Actually, he's not. That's eh, not bad. I it's think just, you could do it. Potentially, I think so maybe. Those are two options, anyways. Yeah. Who would you uh, who would you cast for AJ? I, I really don't know. That one was kind of interesting, honestly. <laughs> I don't know why my first thought went to John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> be, I have no good. idea why, but I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of like yeah, a young 
AJ. I feel like it would have to be, you know, kind of a a nobody for that role. Yeah, if that I makes sense. So. But yeah. Oh man, I had um, someone in mind, but I, I wanted to talk about James first, but I can't remember who it was now. Oh man. Yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh. So we'll say J.K. Simmons, um, Ted Mosby. Can we and... get Eminem to be AJ? Oh, yeah. That could actually we work. Go. Put a few go. pounds on him. <laughs> Let's get Eminem to play AJ. That would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. Because it, like, just the look kind of works in a way. So, yeah, put a, ask Eminem to put on a few pounds and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could make that work, honestly. I so. He's a little out there, but... No, no, I can see it for sure. Okay. Okay, um, actually, you know what? No, you know who I want to uh, uh, to play Jimmy is... Uh, why can't I remember his name now? Uh, What's he in? Uh, in sync. Um, oh, the guy from The Circle? Circle? The, the Netflix show? Never mind. Okay, you don't know what I'm no. talking about. It's okay. <laughs> Why am I forgetting his name right now? Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking of um, not in sync. Oh man, I don't Backstreet remember. Boys. <laughs> oh, who did he play for? I don't remember. Oh man, I typed in in sync with an I. Look at moron. Okay, actually, it's a little bit of typecasting, but actually, I want the guy that plays. Um, Oh, no, it is in sync. Lance Bass. Lance Bass, oh, okay. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, no, I want the guy that plays, what is it, Figus in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Uh, like that, who, like he plays like that mob boss. Oh, that yeah, yeah, boss. yeah, I want him actually to play Jimmy. There you go. Because they do actually kind of look similar, I think. Hmm. I think that could um, work. Figus, you said? I think his, I think the character's name was Figus. Figus. I don't know. He's the one that gets uh, oh, yes. spoilers for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think, for season five. Um, but, I mean, that's uh, three, four years ago now. Um, he gets uh, Jake and Rosa out of yeah. jail with Holt. He, he look, he's a little older. He w- They would have to do some... But uh, it would be like that stuff, age. But, it would be yeah. that age. Um, no, but no, but this guy looks though. old. This guy looks old. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. This I guy... No, not that guy. Oh, well, that's Figgis. So. Oh, that's Figgis. Okay. Uh, no, I'm thinking of. And his name is Jimmy. Jimmy Figgis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not thinking of. Uh, of. Uh, yeah. No. Not Eric. Uh, Eric Roberts. Um. Are you, are you thinking Andy Samberg? <clears throat> no. Andy I'll Samberg could play AJ. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny, actually. <laughs> that could be great. Um. Let me see if I can find it here. Nine nine, uh, crime boss. Uh, Murphy. That's who it was. James Murphy. Mm-hmm. Do, you have a, um, do you have a picture? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up here. Uh, oh, I thought you were just going to show your phone, but that's okay. I'm just pulling it up here quick. Oh, there's also a photographer named Seamus Murphy. <laughs> uh, Paul Adelstein. Okay. Uh, okay. If I, any Netflix execs are listening, you can have these ideas well, for free. 
Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. uh, Surprise, okay. Daniel. Where did it go here? Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, Paul Paul Edelstein. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Actually, I, w- I would want him to play Jimmy. Yeah. Okay, so we got, Paul, we got Paul S. Edelstein as Jimmy. We got Eminem as AJ. <laughs> and we got J.K. Simmons as the equipment manager. I can't That's place perfect. his name, but he's got... Oh, even just that smile, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Or if they wanted to tweak it a little bit, though, Willem Dafoe would be great in that, mm-hmm. like, for that kind of a character. Yeah. So. For sure. And uh, I know that he's not an actor, but if he ever retires from NHL coaching, Barry Trotz can play the commissioner. <laughs> yes. They look really Oh, identical. my God. Yes. Honestly, Please. If, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if, that was actually just Barry Trotz, and they changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Yes, I want that. I want that 100%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is too good. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, okay. <laughs> we are currently past our 15 minutes that we promised, but is there anything yeah. else you want to add about uh, this Untold documentary besides just how oh, I know we didn't do like is? a, yeah, I know we didn't really do like a deep dive or that, but like if you haven't seen it yet, you need to go watch this. Mm-hmm. So I it's, recommend. yeah, and I mean, we, we aren't paid to promote this or anything like that. It was just, it's been going around and it was an absolutely wild documentary. I think what it's like an hour and 20, something like that. Like it's not very, yeah. not very long. Like you can easily, digest it um but yeah untold crime and penalties it's an amazing documentary and like there's so much honestly that we didn't even touch on like i i'm i need to watch this thing again honestly to like really be able to soak everything up Mm -hmm. but like yeah you need to watch this um and with you know the success of the show or that like the the danbury trashers does have a Twitter and I think an Instagram account as well that oh, nice. are run by AJ. Um, and again, we're we're not associated with these guys or anything like that. This isn't you know paid advertisement or that. But like they're getting ready to, you know, if you're a jersey collector like myself, they're getting ready like to sell yeah. the jerseys and everything That's like awesome. that. They have shirts and everything that like it's not like you know untold crime and penalties merch. It's Danbury Trashers merch. So awesome. yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I want to pick up a jersey. I'll throw this out here right now if my parents are watching or my girlfriend's watching or that. Maybe it's a Christmas gift. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm already asking for jerseys anyway. Let's be honest here. But like that but one, the would one. Be kinda, that would be kind of cool just to have, yeah, right? For sure. So, um, but yeah, if, if you haven't yet, go watch this documentary. If you have watched it, though, uh, you can tweet us at Quack Report Pod. Um, and let us know what you thought of it as well. Like what Absolutely. you thought were like the wild moments or that, or kind of like what that caught you by surprise or anything like that. Just watching it. If you, if you, especially if you didn't know the story beforehand. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Wonderwall time? <laughs> all right. So when we were, uh, when we said that there was a show today and all that, I asked for any questions. There was one question and that was from Chris uh we 89 on Twitter asking, can Nate play Wonderwall? The answer is yes, I can play Wonderwall. Okay. And that's the podcast. Thank you everybody <laughs> for listening. <laughs> no, I know he wants me to play it, doesn't he? Chris, if you're still here, do you want me to I, play it? I, I would say that this says Yeah, yes. I, th- I think that says it. Not oh yeah, that was that was a minute ago. Okay. Where's hold on a second. 
What, you're not prepared? I am. I don't have a guitar pick because they, you know, if, if anybody's a guitarist watching this, you know that the picks just disappear. You have no idea where they go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got like 10 here, and they all say NT on the back of it. I don't know who that is. So. <laughs> well, that's where they're all going. You're just stealing them. No, I I was prepared. I have my guitar beside me. Oh, you've so even got I'm the like, capo on the right, Fred. Yeah, I, I even got I it's, it's already. Yeah. All right. Here you go. And this is Wonderwall. I'm not saying it. Or do I say it? I don't know. I was going to say you should, but if you... Are you warmed up? We don't want to embarrass no. you. I, I could just sing it like Tom DeLonge. I mean, it's more fun. <laughs> From Blink-182. All right, this is Tom DeLonge covering Wonderwall. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you got to do. And that's dicks. I don't see that anybody feels the way I do about me now. That's when you'd have like some dope bass line come in and distorted guitars, and Mark Hoppus is singing the, the chorus and whatnot. So, oh man, I didn't know that that's what I wanted, but <laughs> Tom DeLong singing Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody loved it, which is all that <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. And I, to, and I had to mute myself so that I wasn't just laughing over the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Should we get uh, into a quick what's quack in here? Sure. Let's get right. it done. <laughs> we got Chris saying thank you. You are you are very welcome, Chris. You're we, got, we got a few thank yous coming in now. <laughs> All right, so had a couple memes over the last couple of weeks that I thought were pretty good. Want to share those with you guys. The first one, though, I think was just like a couple days after we had last recorded, and we were talking about Harry Potter. So, and now that was your what if, I believe, for your franchise that Chris mm-hmm. had asked about, right? So, yeah. uh, this is a very this is a very Chris episode. <laughs> it's all about Chris. Uh, yeah, exactly. So. Uh, yeah, so this was a there was a BBC London uh, article that had come out or like a news thing that said Daniel Radcliffe, uh, quote, came to aid of mugging victim, and you know somebody just like shared it and was just like, it's, okay, Carter, do you want to be the uh, who do you want to be? We'll we'll give you one role in this. Who do you want to be? I want to be Daniel Radcliffe. You want to be Daniel Radcliffe? All right. Yeah. So I will play the victim and the mugger. If you're if you're if you're watching this, you're reading it already. So, but if you're just listening to this, this is how somebody described the encounter. So the victim going, please no, I have a family. The mugger who's gonna save you, Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe emerges from the shadows. Oh, you fucking guessed it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That was my best Daniel Radcliffe impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, but straight up though, could you imagine getting mugged and Harry Potter saves your ass? <laughs> yeah, man, Expelliarmus can get you a long ways. 
<laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it can be the Dark Lord, and it can also get you your uh, your your purse back. Oh my god! <laughs> like I read this, and I'm like, no, that's too good to be true. But, uh, but, but yeah, it's true. That, that's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, <laughs> Chris said, "I am not convinced Carter has seen Harry Potter." <laughs> Chris, I'm I'm gonna actually just go a step further. I think he. I, I just don't think he's ever heard a British person speak before. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't hear accents, Nate. I'm very yeah. cultured that way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, but the big news of the week, especially with our age group, is the return of Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh, yeah. That was the big thing. I saw that video. I think it was like I just was scrolling kind of in between sets of the gym. And I think I caught the video within like the first five or 10 minutes that it had been posted. And so I'm just like, I'm, yeah, I'm just sitting there at whatever machine I was at. Basically I started tearing up honestly, because of that video, I was a huge, like, we're okay. We're talking like John Tavares wearing the Toronto Maple Leafs pajamas and the bedding type fan. That was me as a little kid with blues clues. I oh, kid yeah. you not. I, I, Honestly, had the bedding. Uh, I don't know if I had pajamas though, but like I had the bedding. I had, you know, like the decals on the wall. I straight up had the thinking chair. I had the handy dandy notebook. <laughs> like I, I, and I had a blue all. stuffy. I had it all. My parents can attest that I was one of the biggest Blues Clues fans. And then there was another video that had come out of like, you know, fans showing off like the pictures of their younger selves and like like there was a couple of people that, that had that same thinking chair and i'm like holy shit like even it's just that brings back memories and whatnot mm-hmm. so yeah um but yeah so i mean i i teared up a little bit with that whole video if you haven't seen it yet i'm honestly kind of surprised because it took the internet by storm but go search it up just blues for or steve from blues clues returns uh, and they did some other videos as well, like the the three different hosts, um, you know, watching like their like clips of their first episode. And uh, there's another one that's like the three of them did a song and everything like that. Like in total Blue's Clues style, it was absolutely amazing and um, just brought out so much nostalgia in me and so many memories. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that took the internet by storm. Uh, Car, you were were you a Blue's Clues fan growing up as well? Oh. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I uh, I was telling you off air, like whenever I would draw characters as a kid, like there were always yeah. a Steve. Um, <laughs> I uh, I also had the the notebook, and I I don't think I had the thinking chair, but I had a Blues Clues like themed children's chair, you know. Um, yeah. And I also my uh, my imaginary best friend was named Blue. Blue after was Blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yes. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Blue Magenta. Periwinkle the cat as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just, it was good times, man. And like, I remember like, like I, the easy I can days, vivi- right? Yeah. <laughs> the easy days. I can vividly remember as well. Like I had the VCR tape of like the blues clues movie. I think it was like, I think the whole premise was like blues birthday or something like that. Oh, and yeah. I, uh, I remember that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was like hard into it as a little kid. Um, following that was like you know the normal kind of stuff like superheroes and whatever but like that was the first thing that I truly became like a massive fan of that I needed to have everything as a kid or like mm-hmm. just 
you know, that, that took over my imagination. That was what I wanted to watch on TV and that kind of stuff. So, but yeah. So anyway, that had definitely brought up some uh, nostalgia for me. I think it's uh, hilarious that we talked about Blue's Clues for the last five minutes while Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> just kind of observes. He's, he's proud of us also. Same as, same as Steve. Daniel Radcliffe is proud of us. Um, but of course, with anything, there's got to be memes for it, right? So we got mm-hmm. Steve. Oh, why is it not working? I mean... We started out with clues, and now it's what? <laughs> Bong rips and memes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Carter, how wrong is he on this? Uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Honestly, th- that would be incredible, though. Yeah. Sitting down with Steve. Just, yeah, that would be incredible. (laughs) The other thing I have here, though, is still in relation to Steve and Blue's Clues to end off the show, but it's this beautiful conspiracy theory (laughs) about where Steve actually went to do bong bong rips and look at memes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Obviously. (laughs) No, what actually happened was Steve disappeared in 2002 right after the start of the if, of the invasion in, uh, to Afghanistan. And then Steve just happens to reappear in 2021 when the states pull from Afghanistan. The conclusion, Steve was running ops with the goons and spicy boys. Blues, black ops, <laughs> clues with pipe hitter Steve. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? My God. That's a... Uh... That, that's a conspiracy theory. That's yeah. Um, that's with, one that's some. That's one that works for head for head cannon. That works oh, for yes. head cannon. One hundred percent. Absolutely. So yeah, Steve didn't actually go to college. He went and joined the military. <laughs> so, but oh man, <laughs> but like he's been showing up like on late shows and everything like that lately as well. Like oh, wow. it, it's kind of cool to see actually. So, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize as well until like the end of that initial video that like the whole reason that they were doing this right it pops up at the end blues clues 25th anniversary i'm like wait the fuck the show's been around for 25 years my god i mean we're almost 25 so it makes sense (laughs) yeah i like i honestly didn't realize that like the show was you know a couple months older than me essentially i didn't Mm -hmm. realize that like i thought Honestly, I thought that maybe I started watching it like around the time that it started to come out or something like that. Like I didn't mm-hmm. like and yeah, I just I didn't realize it was actually around that long. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I loved seeing that was like that was a good day on the internet cuz I just took it by storm and just all of like our age group and that kind of thing yeah. were just straight they were just talking about blues clues. And I it was it was amazing. So it, it was nice for the internet to blow up about something that's actually happy and not Yeah. You know, getting pissed about this going on here, or and it was whatever. just like, yeah, just this shared bond essentially from millions of people across North America, at least. But I'm sure the world, oh yeah, right, exactly. of like just telling stories of watching Blues Clues and stuff mm-hmm. like that, going on the adventures with Steve and everything. Yeah. So and and later on, Joe and I forget who the guy is right now, but 
obviously had stopped watching at that point. But um, <laughs> don't lie to me. You know his name. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite thing is that they like that they showed that he has the handy dandy notebook still. But it's a phone case, essentially. <laughs> I'm like, that's incredible. That's awesome. And Blue no longer, unfortunately, gets mail. He gets email. I it's mean, not as fun. You gotta stick. You gotta stay up at the times. <laughs> yeah, but it's not as fun. There's gotta be like, okay, you get emails, but you still get mail, and it's not, you know, Steve said, you know, your student loans or that kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think he's got to keep up with the times. Like, it'd be weird if you were teaching kids that you can just wander over to your friend's house without a, so much as a text message to be like, hey, you home, want to hang out? I can come over. Yeah. Like, you got to you gotta teach kids the social norms, and that's that's what Blue's Clues is for. Yeah, exactly. So, but In, in and my then, opinion. <laughs> yeah. So. But, yeah. So, that, that was a good day on the internet. It was. So, very, <laughs> it was a very, very good day. day. Yeah. So. Okay. And we will end off the show, I think. On a good note. Are you going to play Wonderwall again? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the play out music this week? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, we should have we ended this a long time yeah, ago. <laughs> yeah, we messed it up. <laughs> uh, what's the good note we're ending on? That Steve is proud of us. Oh, yeah. And he likes whatever we've been doing. Keep up with it. So yeah, does that mean he's watching the Quack Report? <laughs> that would that would honestly make me tear up again if I if, if he was having to, if he happened to be watching. That'd be hilarious. But yes, yeah, Steve is a massive Anaheim Ducks fan. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that would be incredible. So, but uh, I guess we can end it off with another positive note, though, and just give some news about the show a little bit. If yeah. you want to kick that, I'll segue that to you. Yeah, for sure. So the positive news is that you don't have to listen to us anymore because we are going to be done doing the Quack Report at the end of the month. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> nope, you're stuck with... The good news is you're stuck with us for another season. Um, obviously, I mean, we haven't really taken a break anyway, so it's weird to call it a season, but I guess the We've official... We've been renewed. <laughs> the official reset back to episode number one. Um but season three, episode one, uh, we're going to be starting season three, I guess, officially in two weeks from now, September 29th. Um, so right after the first uh, preseason game of the Ducks. And yeah, then when, once the season starts on October 13th for the Ducks, uh, we'll be back doing a live stream for that um, and doing two episodes. Jesus, wrecking shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, October 13th is when we'll start the two episodes per week again. So um, yeah. Yeah. More quack report, more often. Everybody's We're excited to actually be able to talk about something ducks that's not, oh, hey, we oh we, we missed it. Tobias Rear got signed to a PTO for the Anaheim Ducks today. <laughs> that was oh, the really? one thing of news I meant to throw back in there. <laughs> Great. If he scores a goal, we'll make the playoffs. That'll be awesome. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> And if not, we don't make the playoffs <laughs> and it's all his fault. Uh, but yeah, so but yeah, like Carter was saying, September 29th, so in two weeks, we will be uh starting season three episode one uh we'll go to weekly i guess for the weekly two episodes. weeks there yep. and then uh starting i guess yeah october 13th will be you know like the wednesday um released on thursday but that will be the start of two episodes a week so yep. we are getting back to a regular schedule again 
And with Ducks hockey to talk about, that'll be longer than three months. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Even more pain. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> um, also, I guess I'm sure you've noticed or you don't watch on YouTube or listen on YouTube or whatever, but uh, we are moving live streams to our uh, own YouTube channel, The Quack Report, which has existed for basically all of this last season. Um, but just consolidating everything on one channel. Uh, the THPN channel still exists. Still give it a subscribe and, and check it out. There'll be um, tons of content from us and other creators on the network, either talking specifically about teams, uh, maybe collaboration clips, um, the, and tons of other stuff once the season starts. I won't spoil it too much or, or anything <laughs> just because it hasn't started yet and don't want to get your hopes up. But um, yeah, definitely give it a follow because there'll be lots of other content available on the THPN YouTube channel, um, and then ours, our, our episodes will just be streamed or uh, uploaded to our own channel. So please give that a follow. Just the Quack Report. It's very easy to find. Um, I don't think we're missing anything. Everything else is basically the same. So Yeah. It's, we're, I was going to say, it's going to be a good season, but uh, let, let's be honest. We'll probably be in the bottom of the division again. We will do our best to maintain a positive outlook as we know, this team is trying to do better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're trying. I will, having fun, I, I will try to be matters, more positive right? <laughs> than I was last season. I will try. I will <laughs> give a college try. <laughs> we were we were in, we were in a dark place last season. There was a lot of shit going on. So yeah, the, the negativity is expected. But with, yeah, uh, exactly. With you know Steve coming back to uh, the internet, then hopefully Steve told me he's proud of me, and that that gives me the will to live. <laughs> All right, are you okay? <laughs> do, we, do we need to have a chat after this? I think yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. I, okay. I just have to look to the bright side. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. The Dallas Eakins and Bob Murray only have one year left on their contracts. And then we can hire AJ as our GM. AJ Let's Monet, do right? it. Let's do it. <laughs> right? I agree. Okay. Um, I think it's a good place to wrap it up before we hit the two-hour mark. Daddy is very hungry. And if we hit two hours, <laughs> oh then... man, we went there. <laughs> <laughs> we went there. See, it's going off the rails, man. Daddy's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we gotta end it. I gotta eat before it gets weird. <laughs> it's already gotten weird, dude. I, dude yeah. It went weird, like at the 15 minute mark or whatever, when you talked about John Gibson scoring goals by eating curry. <laughs> That's true. I've kept it somewhat together since then. But okay, Nate, where can they tweet your favorite Blues Clues uh, memories to you? I will not argue with that one. You can tweet them <laughs> at me at Tate Namas, T A T E N H O M A S. And you can tweet, you know, those uh, other Steve memes. I will gobble those up. Uh, you know, anything about the ducks or whatever at Quack Report Pod as well. On pretty much everything. And yes. I would also love to see your favorite Blues Clues memories at Carter underscore Pots, P O T T S underscore 97 on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys for all your love and support over season two. We will see you in two weeks for the start of season three.